Welcome to this week's edition of the Clark County Today News Podcast, your source for the top news stories of the week in Clark County, Washington. We've got a packed episode for you today. From transportation woes to education updates, political developments, and community stories, we've got it all covered. So, let's dive into the headlines. Is a tunnel actually viable for crossing the Columbia River? The Interstate Bridge Replacement Project has faced new challenges as quantity errors have come to light. Initially estimated at $3.2 billion to $4.8 billion, the project's cost rose to $5 billion to $7.5 billion. Retired engineer Bob Ortblad advocated for an immersed tube tunnel as an alternative, highlighting its benefits for marine traffic and land use. However, the IBR team dismissed this option, citing cost estimates. Two years later, after persistent requests, Ortblad received documentation that revealed significant errors in the IBR's calculations for ITT excavation. The IBR team admitted their mistake but maintained their decision. Ortblad proposed repurposing the current interstate bridge structures as a cost-saving measure. This development raises questions about the project's accuracy and decision-making process. But before we dive deeper into this, we want to hear from you, our listeners. Do you think an immersed tube tunnel is a viable option for crossing the Columbia River? Head over to ClarkCountyToday.com and make your voice heard in this week's poll. Your opinion matters to us, and we want to know what you think. Governor Inslee uses stop in Hawkinson to once again deflect responsibility for state's high gas prices. Washington Governor Jay Inslee is set to introduce legislation aimed at investigating whether fossil fuel companies are profiteering from the high gas prices in the state. The governor expressed concern over companies generating excessive profits in Washington compared to other areas and emphasized the need to address this issue. While details of the proposed legislation remain pending, Inslee's spokesperson, Mike Falk, pointed to the Climate Commitment Act's potential price impacts and emphasized the need for accountability. The legislation is being crafted, with Senator Joan Gwynne leading the effort. Critics like Larry Behrens from Power the Future argue that Inslee's leadership and climate-focused policies are contributing to high prices, calling for accountability in leadership. Evergreen Public Schools and Teachers Union reach agreement on new contract. In Vancouver, Evergreen Public Schools and the Evergreen Education Association reached an agreement on a new contract, ending the recent work stoppage. The 2023-24 school year commenced with a two-hour late start on Monday, and EEA members were set to vote on the three-year agreement early that morning. Superintendent John Boyd expressed excitement for the school year's start, acknowledging the inconvenience caused by the strike and emphasizing the district's determination to provide students with the education they deserve. Additional makeup days will be added to ensure the mandated 180 instructional days, with details to follow soon. The EPS Board of Directors voted on the new contract on Tuesday, September 12. Clark County Today's Sports Podcast, Episode 14, Is the Skyview vs. Columbia River Football Game Necessary? In the latest episode of the Clark County Today Sports Podcast, reporter Paul Valencia engages in a discussion with sports administrators Tony Liberatori and Cale Pyland. They delve into the ongoing Skyview Columbia River football game and question whether it should continue due to its lack of competitiveness in recent years. Liberatory and Pyland emphasize the game's positive aspects, highlighting the strong community support it receives. Additionally, the podcast explores the evolving landscape of high school sports, with the mention of young basketball star Brooklyn Haywood opting to play for a travel team instead of traditional high school basketball. 
For those with subject ideas or suggestions for a new podcast name, the team encourages reaching out via email at paul.v at clarkcountytoday.com. CCRW Dinner Meeting Features Keynote Speakers on Education Crisis The Clark County Republican Women recently hosted an event titled, Standing in the Education Gap. Keynote speakers included local author and homeschool advocate Heidi St. John, who emphasized the importance of parental involvement in education and the need to teach children about American history and freedom. St. John also announced the launch of Firmly Planted Action, aimed at promoting civic engagement. Additionally, Brad Clippert, a candidate for the 2024 Office of the Superintendent of Public Instruction, discussed concerning statistics about student performance and attendance in public schools, as well as his commitment to improving education. Jennifer Hinawithy highlighted the importance of smaller school districts attending the General Assembly to address the weighted vote system issue. Save the date, CCRW to host 2023 Salute to Veterans event. The Clark County Republican Women are hosting the 2023 Salute to Veterans event on Friday, November 10 at Fairway Village Golf and Country Club in Vancouver. This event will feature retired Brigadier General Donna Prigmore, Colonel Jeff Yates, and 3rd Congressional District Candidate Joe Kent, a retired Chief Warrant Officer. The program, which begins at 6.15 p.m. after a social hour at 5.30 p.m., will also include the Young Marines Color Guard. Advanced registration is required and will open soon. Vancouver remembers September 11, 2001 with a special salute. On Patriot Day in downtown Vancouver, Congresswoman Marie Glusenkamp Perez, Mayor Anne McInerney Ogle, and other community leaders gathered to commemorate the 22nd anniversary of the September 11, 2001 attacks. Despite the backdrop of jet noise from overhead airplanes, reminiscent of that fateful day, they spoke of unity and service. Congresswoman Perez highlighted the importance of addressing the epidemic of suicides among military personnel and first responders, urging everyone to embrace the courage to seek help and connect with their neighbors. Mayor McInerney Ogle remembered the pain and resilience of that historic day, emphasizing how it brought out the best in Americans. The event aimed not only to honor those who fell but also to celebrate and support the living heroes among us, recognizing the importance of ongoing appreciation for first responders and the military. CMAC invites public to recognize POW, MIA Day on Friday. The Community Military Appreciation Committee is inviting the community to join them in a ceremony to honor prisoners of war and those who never returned from battle. The event will take place at the Armed Forces Reserve Center in Vancouver on Friday at 11 a.m. Retired Army Colonel Larry J. Smith and Retired Air Force Colonel Mike Burton will be the master of ceremonies, with notable speakers, including Lieutenant Colonel Andrew Plassmeyer and Vancouver City Council member Sarah Fox. The keynote speaker will be Gwen Davis, sister of Harley Hall, Vietnam's last prisoner of war. The ceremony will also feature a dove release, wreath laying, and the assembly of a missing man table. The Armed Forces Reserve Center, home to Clark County's POW, MIA Monument, is located at 15005 Northeast 65th Street. Upward Sports keeps growing to serve the community. Excitement filled the air in Clark County on Saturday, September 9, as hundreds of elementary athletes and fans gathered at Hillcrest Church of the Nazarene to kick off the 2023 Upward Sports Flag football season. Over 200 kindergarten through 8th grade flag football players and nearly 80 cheerleaders participated in one-hour games, creating an electric game day atmosphere. Upward Sports, a ministry of Hillcrest Church, saw its largest number of athletes in its 16-year history, with a lengthy waitlist this year. The program, run entirely by volunteers, emphasizes the merger of sports and ministry, fostering a culture of joy and encouragement on the fields. 
With over 2,000 sports programs across the U.S., Upward Sports continues to serve communities with various sports offerings. River City Church holds a day of service to the community once a month. River City Church in the Rose Village neighborhood is making a significant impact on the community by encouraging its members to volunteer for community service at least once a month. This past Sunday, around 40 church members took to the streets, cleaning up several blocks of Fourth Plain Boulevard and nearby areas, filling large trash bags. The show of support from drivers, residents, and even local businesses like Starbucks and Comfort and Suites near the mall was heartening. River City Church's commitment to service as worship is evident in their dedication to monthly service missions that extend beyond the church walls, reinforcing their belief in faith in action. That wraps up this week's edition of the Clark County Today News Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and remember, for more in-depth coverage of these stories and other news, visit ClarkCountyToday.com. Don't forget to participate in our poll and stay engaged with your community. We'll be back next week with more news and updates. Until then, have a great week, and stay informed.